0: Hello, and welcome to episode 16 of the Erasable Podcast. I am your host, uh, Andy Wellfley from woodclinch.com, and I'm joined by my two lovely co-hosts, I'm told. <laughs> um, I have Tim <laughs> Wassum from the Writing Arsenal. Hey, Tim. Hey, Andy. How's it going? Very good. And I have um, Johnny Gamber from this blog The what's it called? Pencil Butt. Pencil Butt. That's it. Pencil Revolution. <laughs> I've got to to go that URL. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Johnny Gamber.
1: Hello. So, uh, you man, definitely need to buy that URL so you can. Any, any if anybody puts in pencil butt, it'll just send them straight to <laughs> pencil revolution. That's
2: got to be taken.
0: You know that. Um,
2: Disappointing. There are
0: some not. registrars where you can register emojis as domain names. Um, <laughs> some top-level domains. So for a while, when .la domains were available, you could buy. Somebody bought um, the poop emoji and uh, .la, so the
3: website was
2: poopla.
0: <laughs>
3: That
2: was me <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah it's it looks like pencil Bud is free, so
0: <laughs> oh, think about
1: it
3: for oh now. man, oh man, <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, so uh, we have a lot to cover today. We have a lot of follow up, some big things have happened, uh, and we're talking about erasers, and I'm sort of surprised because this was kind of a last minute topic because we didn't have a guest this week, um, and I just we talked to the uh, Facebook community, and people had a lot to say about erasers, so mm-hmm. we have some discussion ahead of us, uh, and we have a new feature so uh, let's get right into it. Um, Tim, what are you drinking and writing with today?
1: I'm drinking a beer that's made in Asheville, North Carolina. It's a brewery that, it's a really great brewery around here and just went on a tour a few months ago. Uh, the beer is called a Thunderstruck Coffee Porter and the brewery is Highland Brewing Company. Mm. Yeah, it's really delicious and it has a really distinct coffee flavor. I'm a big porter fan especially in the fall and it's finally starting to get cool here and so i went a little crazy on fall beers
3: so <laughs> uh,
1: that's what i'm drinking and of course which we'll get into this later i'm riding with a musgrave test scoring 100
0: i realized that with our um you know with our, our new um feature that you know it kind of invalidates that whole riding with thing because,
1: yeah we're making it obsolete
0: yeah <laughs> if we do it every week yeah but we'll, we'll get into that later johnny what do you have to drink
3: well,
2: we, we had a few technical difficulties, so I had like three cups of coffee and a little tiny nip of the turkey. And it might be my second not-that-tiny nip, but um, I'm out of whiskey in my house because the boy and I were alone all weekend, so I didn't see the point in buying any whiskey. I never drink when I'm alone with kids. So, Henry, I you know,
0: drink Henry, constantly. I figured Henry just drank it all. <laughs>
2: um. He was begging me for whiskey recently, so I let him smell it, and he kind of just looked at me and walked away. He's like, are
0: you serious right now?
3: Yeah. He always tries to get beer. He's a good Come on, Dad. Come on, Dad. I'm teething. (laughs) Help me out
0: here. That hurts real bad.
2: (laughs) Dada. (laughs) Dada. (laughs) Watoki. We're going to get that sponsorship. Heck yeah. (laughs) We will. (laughs) So here... Um,
0: Here's, a, here's what technical issue he was referring to is uh, we tried to get all fancy because what we're trying to do is do a uh, multi ended recording. So we are all recording our own tracks, and I'm going to try to piece them together um, so we have a little bit more control over volume and editing. Um, but we decided that since we're recording off of that, we should just uh, video chat. So we tried doing the Skype video group video chat, and some of us use Linux and uh, <laughs> that would be Johnny and apparently that's not available for them yet so then we switched over to Google Hangouts and that didn't work so here we are 56 minutes into the hour and <laughs> uh, so we just switched back, switch back to the old standby so I think uh, Tim and I let, let's buy Johnny a MacBook and, That's probably uh,
3: the, the solar, why don't you just buy me, fountain me a pen.
0: fountain pen <laughs> 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 probably <laughs> Skype for fountain pen doesn't work either <laughs> Nothing works for fountain pens. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And so I am drinking a. Um, d- do either of you have a Costco in your area?
2: We have uh, Sam's we have one in the state.
0: Mm. Yeah. Um, so we have. Uh, I'm a Costco member and I bought a uh, bourbon there for pretty cheap. And it's mm. actually not that bad. It's like not as good as. You know the turkey, or like Woodford Reserve, or Maker's Mark, or something like that. But it's mm-hmm. it's pr- it's a little better than Rock Gut, and it's cheap. <laughs> so uh, we bought a bunch of that, and I'm drinking it in uh, some unpasteurized apple cider that I bought mm-hmm. off a roadside stand because it is fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of my my fall thing. As we go to we go out to the Amish farm because we're in Indiana, we have a lot of Amish farms, um, and I buy apples apples and apple cider there. And I just happened to stop by a roadside stand that had it, so. I put the bourbon in the cider and it's delicious. Good fall drink. That sounds good. And obviously I am also writing with the Musgrave test scoring 100, which I guess leads us right into our first feature, which doesn't really have a name yet. Uh, maybe you guys can help us think of a clever name, but um, if you're a member of the uh, Facebook group, uh, you know that we are um, starting a new thing where we're, we're all going to use the same pencil for the week. Um and uh, we let everybody vote on it, and we we decided to, the Musgrave testing one hundred won by a landslide. So, um, yeah, I I guess I should kind of ask your guys' opinions. Um, wow, that is a really Indiana thing to say. Your guys' <laughs> <Your guys's. laughs> you guys' opinions.
1: What do you guys got to
2: say about
0: <laughs> you, that? You guys. Um. So, Johnny, what do you think about the Musgrave test scoring one hundred?
2: Well, um, you know there are certain pencils that. I really like, and I couldn't tell you why I like them, because, you know, the, the lead is scratchy or the eraser sucks or they're made of really crappy wood. But this pencil smells good. And it writes smoothly and has a nice eraser, but I really don't like it. And I don't know why. I just really don't like this pencil. Do you I think mean, it's the way it feels or the way it looks? I don't know. It could be the the um, the um marking that extends the length of the pencil. I really don't like that. Mm. Or just that the thing is butt ugly, <laughs> <laughs> I, but I, I really want to like this pencil. Everybody loves it, and it smells really good, and I'm big on smell. But I just don't like it as much. But it could be that the generals, um, the generals test scoring pencil is vastly superior. I think we
0: should try that one either next or soon.
2: Yeah, I don't think it's the same class because they're a lot more expensive because they're harder to get. Yeah, I'm so, kind of running
0: out. So I kind of like the the you know the text that runs the length of the pencil. Like I really like the. Um, at the top where it says Musgrave Pencil Co., Shelbyville, Tennessee, like it's mm-hmm. all kind of like smushed together but yet it's stretched out, if that makes any sense. Um, mm-hmm. By the way, we will have a picture of this pencil uh, up on our website. Uh, if you want to go look up the show notes and the links and a few things, um, just go to erasable.us slash 16 because we are episode we sh- number 16.
1: And we should post some pictures of our our pencils after their full week of duty.
0: Yeah. Mine, I have worn mine down to um, the word test Is test is no longer there. So I'm up mm-hmm. to kind of the middle of the S in scoring. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah. But I, I guess I – guess I <clears throat> well, Tim, I think that a lot of people that they've been following us know what you th- how you feel about it. But mm-hmm. t- tell me what you thought about it. Yeah. So I, I've i always been a fan
1: or, I, or I've been a fan since I had first tried it, which was probably – wasn't really that long ago. It was maybe a year ago. Mm-hmm year and a half ago something like that more like a year but uh, i've been a fan of it and the things that i originally had talked about really liking uh, were the softness of the lead and also the diameter of the of the lead in the core and i feel like that made it uh, really soft to give it a really long point that would you know last forever and so those, those are some of the initial things i liked uh, aesthetically that I really hadn't even factored that in. I tend not to factor that in too much with a pencil mm-hmm. uh, unless it's just gaudy, you know? If it's a pencil that's just way too colorful or there's too much going on where it's going to distract me, <laughs> then that then I sort of think about that. But uh, So that, those are the original reasons why I liked it, and there are some things about it that were also not what I usually look for in a pencil, such as the sharp corners. You know, it's a full hex, yeah. so it has the... And in that, I did notice using it exclusively for a week that did kind of get to me. If I was writing in my in my journal or writing for a while and I'm twisting it, um, yeah, that did kind of wear on me a little bit. Like the old, you know, Hemingway, or not Hemingway, Steinbeck quote when he talks about using round pencils so that it doesn't dig into his fingers. And I always thought, for being a really manly dude, that's kind of a baby thing to say. But <laughs> but, but now I totally get what he was talking about. Uh, cause it did, it didn't, I mean, I wasn't like holding my wrist in, out in front of me like, Oh, ow. you know, it wasn't hurting that bad, but it just kind of annoyed me a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, another thing, which when we were talking, I don't know if you remember when I got my first Midori bullet pencil mm-hmm. and I talked about how my hand was turning it like a dark bronze color, like something about the chemistry of my hand mm-hmm. or the sweatiness of my hand, maybe, uh, so I've only used it down to the T in test, but my hand has stripped off the black in test scoring one hundred. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> I did that too. And the silver was coming off too, so this which was kind of weird, and I didn't like that. Like I was, I would actually have, if I used it for an extended period of time, I would actually have silver dust like on my fingers from
0: the the actual f-
1: paint that's coming disgusting. off of it.
3: Interesting. And I <laughs> I, and I use ink, man.
0: I guess that's the like the biggest. Complaint that I would have would be just kind of the cheapness of the paint around mm-hmm. the pencil. I was yeah. I was kind of looking up reviews of it online and um, on on the online and um, Stephen from Pencil Talk really did not like it. I don't know if any of you have read his. Uh, it's back from two thousand eight, um, but he he had a uh, a review and he just did not care for. The hard sides, he did not Yeah. He said the test scoring one hundred pencils finish seems very thin and cheap. The pencils varnish is silver with black lettering. Um, and it has some check boxes and stuff like that. But yeah, he he apparently did not care for that varnish at all. And and I, I agree with that. I really like the silver. And I really like the kind of typography that they used, even the like janky you know, boxes with <laughs> with one filled in. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I but I I I did not care for the thinness of that compared to like yeah, it... a golden bear, which is super mm-hmm. plush and.
2: Yeah, mine has like notches in it. it looks like something chewed on it. Hmm. And it's a new pencil, and I know nothing chewed on it. Hmm. Pretty sure. That's what you think. Yeah. yeah the boy should... couldn't reach it. <laughs> this isn't his bite pattern.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can see on mine if when I look really closely at the at the silver, it's almost like you can see the brush strokes, you know, like there's mm-hmm. like a texture to it, which is I mean when you compare it to something like the palomino HB and how smooth and nice that is. Um yeah, it just it uh has a long way to go,
0: but I do like it, how it performed. It did like it held a point yeah, really, really well. Nice. It's dark.
2: It's um kind It's kind of smeary though, I feel like. Yeah. And, and it's messy pencil.
1: We have to acknowledge that it is cheap. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like for being such a nice pencil. I mean, I'm I I sort of had a meh sort of week with it
3: mm-hmm.
1: when I was writing with it. When when the actual pencil was on the paper, I was enjoying it. Some of the stuff mm-hmm. in between caused some issues, but I will still continue to use it a lot. And I actually just bought another dozen of them,
3: mm.
1: uh, and so I'm going to use it a good bit because it's to get a pencil this. This nice that has the the size you know this diameter core that I really enjoy for what is it three twenty five yeah. a dozen yep. on Pencils.com? dot com i mean that's psh, that's great, yeah, so and it's Tennessee, so
3: yeah
0: maybe we, we have a uh, a listener who um, will who's a nerd uprising on Twitter, he just moved to Shelbyville, and apparently quid coincid- rising moved there yeah coincidentally apparently um. Uh, he just sort of got into pencils as this was happening not because of it so that's that's kind of a fun thing that's awesome <laughs> so um so what what do you guys think um i know that they say that this has an electro graphite core does anybody know what that means no idea no, <laughs> no i don't Yes. The, the description on Pencils.com says it's better for being picked up by those um, Scantrons or those electric, oh. electronic test scanners. But that sounds like, ooh uh, like, it?
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. It has to be a number yeah, two I pencil. Mean, as, yeah.
1: a, as a teacher, I've never, <laughs> or, you know, someone who's been in school, <laughs> mm-hmm. I've never heard of a situation where a Scantron didn't pick up a pencil. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, maybe that's true, but.
0: It's funny know, big, because it, it says test scoring pencil on it, but it does not say number two. So I know I knew some know some teachers who you know would check to make sure it said number 2 on the pencil before they allowed them to use like use it for like the like the Indiana standardized test the I-Step. The yeah, I-Step. So it'd be it'd be ironic if you were not allowed to use this because it did not say number 2 on it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Cody Williams told me that this pencil actually comes in different degrees if you really? can find them. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if the 100 no. is the dark or light end or in the middle. I've never seen it. Hmm the to to code. Yeah, that's
1: no, cool. I don't I was going to ra- run this by you guys, just I mean since this is the first time we've done this, what did you think of having to use one pencil for a week?
3: Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It
0: was I, honestly, I you know, I took I took one of my new caps from um Gary Varner, the pens and caps thing, and I pencils and caps and I just stuck it on the end of it and I just like stuck it in my bag and that's all I had with me. Um it wasn't as hard as I thought, but it definitely was weird not to be like, "Okay, uh, what am I going to use today?"
1: You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, I I actually I have to admit that I, I cheated a little bit. Not, <gasps> I cheated not a lot. <laughs> yeah. Not not in using a different pencil, which I might have once or twice, but uh, but I I carried I had the, you know the single Musgrave that I was using, but I also was carrying a bullet pencil that had one inside, so I had. Mm. I had that too for like it's carrying around really my pocket. Cheating. Right, but
2: I uh, I used other stuff too.
1: Hmm. I definitely used it way more than anything else.
2: But. I forgot but. and picked up a uh, general's test scoring pencil in the middle. I don't mm. understand why they're so expensive, but yeah. I like them better. Mm-hmm. I think it's just scarcity. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, uh, so yeah, that was
2: that was that was a fun should, experience. Yeah, just should to, we uh, Should we give it like a grade? Ooh. <sighs> <laughs> I will yeah. quote Andy. It's a little better than rot gut, but it's cheap. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's have let's have a feature where we just compare
0: pencils to bourbons.
2: <laughs> what would be the wild turkey pencil? Probably a Ticonderoga. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, something American. Basically, well, not that pencil. Makers. <laughs> How about makers?
0: Oh wait, no, never mind. I'm just just comparing bourbon to bourbon. I don't know. <laughs> right. Wild well,
2: turkey would be a General's um, Cedar Point.
0: Hmm. If I, I see that,
2: that makes sense. If I were to
0: grade this, I would put it at a solid B.
1: Mm-hmm. I'd probably go B+. Plus.
2: Johnny? Uh, C-. minus. <gasps> the minus mm. is because of the terrible packaging yeah it's pretty sad what the does the packaging.
0: packaging look like i,
2: I haven't just seen a it. plastic bag oh. yeah they're in there kind of loosely that could be the problems with the finish it could it's be like that they're perfect and they just don't pack them well
0: it's like <laughs> california republic kind of early days you know they're california Worse. yeah so it's hard it's it's so hard to believe that the same company produces this and the golden bear because like the golden bear finish is so like lustrous
3: yeah and the Wait, price the same.
2: is
1: similar
0: yeah they're produced by the same company. Yeah, Um the Palomino that- line, except for the Black Wings, are now made by Musgrave.
3: I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, yeah. That,
0: that's that's right, isn't it, Johnny?
2: Oh, just the um, the Prospector and the the um, Golden Gold Bear. Oh, is, then, pa- is Palomino still forest. made overseas? Yeah, and not the Forest Choice, which is disappointing because that pencil is so awesome.
3: Yeah.
2: Enchant huh. hmm. everybody! Vote for that one next time. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very autumnal pencil. So yes. what, it's, what I think
0: we'll be doing, everybody, is um, kind of the f- the first day of the off week of when we record, we'll put up a poll with a few pencil choices, and uh, uh, just, if you are a member of the Facebook group, which if you're not, um, you should go to facebook.com slash groups slash erasable. I should make like a bit.ly link or a shortener or something for that.
1: Well, we had, how many votes do you think we had, 40?
0: Um, actually, I have,
2: I have that right up right now,
0: um. Oh, somebody unpinned the poll so I don't have it at the, at the top. That was me, sorry. <laughs> no, it's right.
2: I saw it was winning and I unpinned it. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it <laughs> it um it definitely won by a landslide. Yeah. So I think it's I think it's because I had I kept expressing that I had never used it before. And so um mm-hmm. kind of at the same time Johnny sent me one and uh, uh Will, mm-hmm. uh, Nerd Uprising sent me one. And then all of my all caps shenanigans probably Exactly. Factored, factored into that. They just figured you would just always just yell it. Yeah. No. <laughs> cool. <clears throat> so yeah, that is our that is our our feature. And if anybody has any ideas for um, a name for this thing, um, all it says at the top here is "Shared Pencil Experience," which kind of sounds a little hippy dippy. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> sounds a little,
1: or it sounds a little in, like institutional or something. Yeah, to yeah. me. Like exactly
0: sitting in a circle.
3: <laughs> yeah. Shared. How does that pencil make
2: you feel, Tim?
0: <laughs> experiential pencil. I don't know. Never mind.
2: <laughs> uh... experiential pencil experience. <laughs> there you go. Hello. There you go. Mind's blown.
0: <laughs> Tim, do you want to start us off with the fresh points? Sure.
1: So, first thing I was going to mention is that. uh l- I don't think it was the last episode. But it was the episode before, and I talked to you about my disappointment with Ticonderogas, the ones that I bought at Target. Uh, how they had brought back the soft—the word "soft" on the pencil—and I was really excited, so I bought, you know, twenty-four of them. And just for that sole reason, which, of course, we know, is enough of a reason for us to buy twenty-four pencils <laughs> uh, that we already have. But I brought them in there. I was really disappointed. The wood quality was. Crap. The ferrule was not put on straight, you know, or it was chipping off. And there are just so many problems. And then I took them to school. So I took them to school. I was like, I'll just, you know, I'll use these or I'll just put these out at school. Kids can use them. They're not as picky, but they're not terrible. At least they'll, they'll be usable. But then kids started picking these things up and they would put them in the classroom friendly sharpener.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And It would just never stop sharpening. So it would just like, they would start sharpening, and it would sharpen until the whole face plate of the thing closed. They would pull it out, and it would be half sharpened. They'd pull it out, and they'd put it in again. They'd sharpen it, and it would go until it was closed. And They'd pull it out, and it wouldn't be all the way sharpened, Hmm. which is really strange. And so I thought, okay, something's wrong with the sharpener. I sort of cleaned it out, shook it out, put a nice pencil in. I actually put my my Musgrave in and started... Uh, started sharpening and it sharpened perfectly. And then they put another one in and it kept happening. So I don't know if it's because of the crappy quality of the wood uh, that something about the texture of it was getting stuck in the actual gears. And so it would never automatically stop. It just kept sharpening and sharpening until it broke off the tip.
0: That's really weird. That's like a Wolpex situation.
1: Yeah. So right. I, I, w- I went through several before. I, and and maybe one out of the ten that we that I had tried to sharpen over the course of a couple of days would sharpen normally. And I would put in one of the cedar tyconderogas, because I have a, a bunch of those at school too. And it worked like a charm. So,
2: Yeah, lately some are cedar and some are something else. <laughs> I just bought some, um, Frank and some tri-rights and they're, I don't know what they are. They're not based with They smell horrible. I can't even use them. Huh. But I, know, I think for back to school and especially from the Mexican ones, they sell some that aren't cedar, which makes me sad and I want to cry. I can't yeah, but, remember Johnny, is is it the Mexican ones or the Chinese ones that are better? Uh I don't wanna speak blasphemy, but the Chinese ones might be better than the last couple runs of American ones. So I used to uh, buy I used to buy the black
0: uh Ticonderogas just all just, just religiously because they had this wonderful like matte black color. Yeah, those and, are so pretty. And then all of a sudden they started getting they started being shiny and they didn't perform
2: as well either. Yeah, the Chinese ones are pretty good. The Chinese black ones, you can get those at Target. They're unsharpened. Mm -hmm. For some reason, I can only find those at Target and, I think, Office Depot. Hmm. But the pre-sharpened black ones that are made in Mexico are awful pencils.
0: So the unsharpened matte ones are Chinese, and the sharpened
3: shiny ones... They're not really
2: matte. They're just a little less shiny. Uh, Okay. They're not as matte as the American ones. Those are gorgeous. Yeah. But they're darker. So uh, The light is darker. Hmm. So that's good. Yeah. They don't have that ticonderoga smell. Yeah. Some of the more recent Chinese yellow ones do, which is very good. Hmm. Oh, well, we're talking about Ticonderogas. I was wondering what you guys thought of the groove.
0: Um, I I liked little... it all right. Sorry, go on. Go on, Tim. No, you go, you go ahead. I I liked it all right. It was um you know, whenever whenever they do those weird like groove things or like kind of like cut in a grip or something like that. i mm-hmm. I never liked that very much, but it was I liked it. It seemed like it was a little darker and smoother.
2: Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. It smelled good. Really I good.
0: actually gave mine to my mother in law um because she loves Ticonderoga's and she had never seen that before. So uh she really likes it. But yeah I got a chance to use it a little bit before. And yeah it was it was nice and smooth.
1: Yeah, I, I actually just pulled mine out of my cup. It's on my desk and I I, I felt the same way that it it wrote really nicely. But uh, I'm a little picky with, uh, like the width or like the diameter of a pencil. And so it, my, it's a little thin for my taste. My hand kind of swallows it up, especially with, if it's going to be a triangular pencil, I need kind of a big one. I, I really want to try out the, the Dixon, the Tririte laddies. I haven't oh, tried the, yeah. I, have I haven't, I want to try some of those. I've, I've been meaning to order some, but I just happened, but yeah, I,
2: I like it. All right. It's just, it's a little small for my taste. The finish is pretty for mm. oh, yeah. a modern Ticonderoga. Mm-hmm. I suppose. Sorry, I'm hijacking your fresh points.
1: No, that's what they're for. They're mine. <laughs>
2: take it, take it.
1: Here's my wallet. Uh, the only other thing I was going to bring up, which I know we all want to talk about, is the Twist Bullet Pencil. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, our, our, uh, our buddies, uh, John and Jay, uh, launched their Kickstarter campaign for the Twist Bullet Pencil, which I love the name. It's nice. It's a yeah. simple, simple name gets straight to the point and it's, it shows off kind of the, the, what do you call it? I, I want to say gimmick it, that sounds, that sounds negative, but the, the original thing about it, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, so the twist bullet pencil launched, uh, was it six days ago? I think it was Yeah, six or seven days ago. Uh, so it's gonna, it was on the it's going to be funded on the thirty first. That's when the when the project will end. So there are twenty three days left to to support it.
0: They made their goal in like three days, didn't they?
1: Yeah, three days. It's awesome. And yeah. uh, right now, th- their goal was five thousand, which seems a little conservative. In my, I, I would think.
0: I think I think Jay said something about how he knew he was going to make that goal um, because with machining, there's not like a whole lot of overhead. It's mm-hmm. just in when you get into like the minimums, like they have to have a certain amount of minimums to do sure. the anodizing. So I, I guess I guess that's where he really saw like the the goals being kind of unknown is is how many of the minimums he was going to be able to make.
1: Yeah, yeah. So they're so they're at they passed that five thousand goal and right now with twenty three days left, they're at five thousand seven hundred forty eight with one hundred twenty nine backers, uh, which is awesome. So happy for them getting it getting that goal. Met so early just to kind of get that stress out of the way, so that they can, you know, just continue pushing it and promoting it. And so far, they're doing doing a great job, posting some really great pictures. You know, uh, Jay likes to post things on that like sort of bumpy cardboard Mm -hmm. sheeting, and it looks great. So if you go to the website and look at their, their video and the pictures, you can see all the colors. So they're they're running it in the first two are matte black and silver, and then. They've got some stretch goals to to bring in green, blue, and red. So I,
0: I really like the um, you know as of recording right now the um, they're at fifty seven forty eight uh, out of a goal of five thousand. So they have uh, one hundred twenty nine backers, and I, I just I just love this blue. I mean, all these colors are great, but I yeah. uh, like the blue
2: a lot. It's going to be a tough choice. <laughs> yeah, if they get if they get them all. Yeah,
1: yeah. The, the prices are great. Oh I yeah, mean, I was sort of like the. The price points that they chose, I was—it almost seemed kind of too. Not, I don't know, not too low. They just seemed—I would have paid more for it. Yeah. I guess that's. The, yeah. yeah, But, but they said, but they're which I'm sure you know. Usually with the Kickstarter thing, once it's funded, now they're selling them on their own. It'll the price will go up a little bit. So yeah. I guess for Kickstarter, it's pretty perfect.
0: They had an uh, early bird pricing that was it was twenty four dollars. Was it twenty eight? Twenty eight, and that got you a oh yeah twenty eight. It got you um, mm-hmm. an aluminum one with an aluminum tip. Yeah. Uh, with either round or, or point style. Or if they make stretch goals, um, one of the colors, which is cool. I, I did. I sorry, go on. Go ahead.
1: I went with the third early bird, which was such an awesome deal. It was $55 for two, and you can choose, choose the color and the tip style for either of them. And then, of course, it depends on the stretch goals what colors are available.
0: That's the one I went with too. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess there's been some talk of a pocket clip that might be like an add-on. Yeah, so, another um, stretch goal. Yeah, so I'm yeah th- this this thing is super cool. Oh, and they they um they sold the prototype, the one that we all carried with us.
3: Yeah, and yeah, uh,
2: I, I didn't tell you guys about the ransom that I got. You what? Sent that back to Jay. I got yeah. a very sizable ransom. I might share it with you guys. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Ya. I'm assuming the fried boiled turkey first. Well, show. well, presumably
0: it's a hundred twenty-five dollars because that is the <laughs> way more than that. Man. <laughs> that is the pledge goal um, that you uh, had to pledge in order to get it. And of course, I joked on Facebook that um, this has been in all of our pants, so it was worth much more. <laughs> um, and and I had so, it last. Yeah. It sat- this thing, that thing, sat on top of my engine block in my in my in my car. That's awesome.
1: Remember, I took that picture when I was changing my alternator. So it's been it's been places. Yeah, it's been in three states at least. So,
0: <laughs> and, and it works uh, like
1: coffee.
2: Yeah,
0: and it worked mm-hmm. apparently because it's uh, it's got somebody somebody bid on it. So that's awesome.
2: Yeah, that's really cool.
0: Yeah. Uh, did you see that somebody back the three hundred dollar level too?
3: <sighs> really? Oh, it was oh, I, uh, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, it's it was that's for the ten uh, bullet mm-hmm. pencils. Yeah. And somebody I don't know who it is, but somebody been on it that's there's awesome. a they really likes their family yeah there's a field notes package um, which is the uh like designed for the field nuts uh, in the group, which is pretty awesome. Uh, it includes the field notes pencil to go in it and a set of craft uh, brown field notes mm-hmm. yeah
1: that's yeah. awesome the The black looks really nice, and the silver i just I'm a sucker for the just straight aluminum you know i'm i'm really excited for this week uh because the karis customs Inc. is shipping this week which i backed and mine's just the straight aluminum which i'm really excited to see that and what? it's yeah
0: i know this Inc? is a what's long that? time coming
1: yeah it was a karis customs last project was a fountain pen that they a, a, a machine a machined fountain pen
2: pen
0: hey he's one of those crossover guys
2: from yeah. what's up that? Yeah. with
1: that this is like that uh <laughs> the left right and center show You know, I'm, I'm the center I'm, a little bit of, <laughs> I'm a little off remote. this podcast man <laughs> peace out Jeez. drop yeah, the nice mic knowing you
3: guys. Drop, <laughs> drop hey those mics snowball. are expensive don't drop the mic
1: <laughs> <laughs> boom yeah, so I think the, the black I would be happy with the black and the silver but I really hope the colors if they meet the stretch goal because that red oh, the red and the yeah. blue actually they, they all look so good but I would, I would have if we got up to another color or two more colors I would have trouble yeah, deciding, yeah. oh yeah, I love the Iron Man look—the red with the <laughs> with, with brass. the uh, brass. Yeah,
0: that's cool. Hm.
1: So, anyways, so that's I'm I'm really proud of these guys. They put together a good project, and uh, I can't wait to we're... get to use one again because we got to use we we hinted at the the prototype that we had all used, and that was an early prototype before they changed several things, and they were really uh, kind enough to to send that our way, and we just sort of passed it around. The the America yeah and uh, and used it and used it pretty heavily so I was really happy to have gotten the chance to use that but I can't wait to get my hands on a the the final product yeah
2: yeah this one I don't have to ransom off I just keep it yeah
0: (laughs) so I um (laughs) I should probably clarify somebody on the Facebook group asked and I can't remember they thought that the twist meant that um you sort of like twist it and the pencil like comes out um like extends out. (sighs) That would be and cool. uh, yeah, that would be cool. But that's <laughs> not what it is. That just references the fact that the pencil kind of twists to stay in place, and then you twist the cap into the sheath in order mm-hmm. to store it. So it's it's all screw threads. It's not like an automatic action, mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, and so- and also cross your fingers. Next week we're hoping, or next episode we're hoping to get one or more of the guys.
2: That is going to be awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah, that, that'll be fun. So yeah. it'll be good to hear them uh, talk about it. In their own, in their own way, because they know it, of course, way better than we're pretending to know about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's so that's I and mean, that was a big a big fresh point. But I knew we all wanted to talk about that, and all wanted to yeah uh, pitch in. We'll talk about it a lot more in the upcoming weeks. So if you haven't gone to to Kickstarter and looked up the Twist Bullet Pencil and backed it, go for it. Head over there. Uh, you'll hear more from them next week, and maybe we can put out some questions for them to answer uh, about the project because I know they're they're both. Uh, really cool dudes, and they're always happy to—at least with me—and I know with with you two, they're always happy to yeah. to answer questions and talk mm-hmm. about the project because they're they're proud of it. So we we'll
3: look also, forward to hearing from them.
0: They're also both very responsive on the Facebook group. So mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. I'm super glad, and I I don't mean to keep patting ourselves on the back about this, but I really love this Facebook group. I think it's and yeah. this a really cool community that this this kind of thing can happen. So
2: yeah, yeah I was about to get off Facebook before yeah. we started this group. Yeah. We're
3: now
0: we're approaching. I, can't stop. I definitely <laughs> I definitely use probably seventy percent of my time is spent in this group in the field nuts group, and then much less is spent in my actual like friend feed.
1: Yeah, I kinda gave up on the Field Nuts group. It's a little quiet. It kinda kinda of annoys me sometimes. It's like the same eight people posting over and, yeah. over and over and over again. Yeah. So but anyways.
2: Well, my first three fresh points have to do with our very generous mm-hmm. listeners. Um, first I think you guys might have also gotten some oil samples from Micah Thomas. Yes. From her friend that does um, some perfuming. And the oil is called Number Two Pencils. And Number Two I, Pencil Shavings. Yeah, I keep kind of putting it on stuff so I can smell it later. It's It smells like red cedar to me, which is the original pencil wood. Or the old-fashioned pencil wood. Mm-hmm. So at first I was like, well, you know, it's not the right cedar. But I really like that it's not the right cedar. It just makes me think of you know, thorough in a very romantic way whenever I smell it. So Micah is super awesome. Oh, yeah. And also, Mr. Cody Williams showed up at my house a week or two ago with awesome pencils, but he couldn't stay for coffee. So, Mr. Cody, I owe you coffee for sure. But uh, I sent you guys some. They were some uh, pencils that he picked up from his travels around the world for work. I don't remember which one uh, in the pack I asked where he got it. and He's like, I got it at a grocery store in Dubai.
3: (laughs) That's just awesome. (laughs) Of course. What? Yeah, well some I like secret, secret
2: agent.
1: agent or something.
2: <laughs> hey Cody, it's a good secret agent code. he's a, he's a spy? Yeah. It might be Cody Williams sounds like a fake name.
1: Yeah. You need a, you need a code name. How about
0: Cody? Code D? Code <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> His code name could be Redbeard. If you guys know Cody. <laughs> yeah. And it. third, if if folks are readers of my humble little blog, you saw the tutorial or the tutorial from Luke Sinclair about how to sharpen pencils by hand, Luke was super generous with his time. He not only wrote it, he also took a lot of photos and he made a video, which was super awesome. Yeah. And it turns out my, my technique is not terrible, so I just need to keep working at it. But Luke's was amazing and his knives are so sharp, it's ridiculous. You guys That's have started more. a revolution on the on the Facebook group. There's a lot of people who are doing that. I just hope no one cuts their hands. <laughs> but if I haven't done it yet, everybody's probably safe. Yeah. I'm accident prone, but, um, yeah, yeah. A lot of people have been doing that and people seem to be enjoying it and it seems to be a really fragrant way to sharpen your pencils.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. Although it seems
1: like as far as cutting yourself, it's actually pretty safe as long as you're not holding, like, I mean, if you're holding it in normal way and you're always swiping away from you, it seems like it'd be really hard to cut yourself. So it's everybody's like when I've talked to people about sharpening a pencil with a knife and. I actually did, I actually did it in class while my kids were working on something just to like mess with them. I was sitting at the front of I was sitting at the front of the classroom and they were writing an essay and I just sat there with a trash can between my legs and was uh, slicing off pieces of pencil. And,
0: and then you polished your musket. <laughs>
1: your boys <been> You <laughs> spend so a night in the box. Very the substitute.
2: Um, awesome. I got a balsam fur notebook from my wife recently. Hmm. But Whoa. if you're a field nut, it's not that kind of balsam fur. There's a designer, I forget the name, but there's, they're sort of moleskin knockoffs. And this one has a deer and sort of a woodland theme on it. So it's very autumnal. It's very, very cool. Um, but the paper in it is really nice. It's sort of like word paper as far as pencil is concerned, but it's a little less bright white. And That's good looking. I did try some ink on it and ink works a lot better than it works on word notebooks. You should, so, um,
0: you should post a link to that in uh, the field notes group and be like, Hey guys, look, you can buy balsam fur <laughs> notebooks for 1168.
2: I might get kicked out of a group.
0: <laughs> you know, I have a, um, balsam fir uh field notes notebook and I did not know how much they were worth until I was like, Hey guys, <laughs> anybody want to do some trades? And they were like, Oh my God. Mm-hmm.
2: ching!" <laughs> Those I were want... really pretty. I think that's the first one where they started using the new paper. Yeah. Yep. The only,
1: I'm not a collector of field notes, but the only one that I would consider paying like money for just to get a hand, get my hands on it, I would use it, definitely. Um, of course, I don't have the money, so I'd have to like see if I can get a loan. <laughs> <That's too late. laughs> but uh, I would love to have a pack of gay, uh, day game. <laughs> day game. Oh, <laughs> I wish date. I can
2: fill mine up. I'd send them to you.
1: I said gay dame. But, uh, <laughs> uh, Day game would be awesome. I, I bought the the novel that came with it. Uh, oh, cool! Mm-hmm. So, uh, and that's actually next to my list to read. So, but, anyways,
2: quick—you'll stay up for two hours at night.
1: Yeah, I really am excited about it.
2: Awesome! And uh, on the topic of my wife, we recently celebrated our 11th wedding anniversary, Yay. which is also Woo-hoo. the 17th anniversary of our first date. We sort of did the the same date so that we wouldn't forget. And, that's you know, it's super fall. cute. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> our our wedding program had that line from "On the Road." Everybody comes home in October. It was it was very adorable. <laughs> and that is, it's aww. the feast of Saint Francis, and my awesome. middle name, which I won't tell anyone, is Franciscan, and her name is Francesca. And our kids both have Francis's middle names. That's but, oh, awesome.
1: That's I have a I have a foot and a half tall hand carved wood statue of Saint Francis two feet away from me right now.
2: Awesome. Hmm. yeah i went to a franciscan high school the friars were really cool i get to play electric bass in the folk group which is always awesome for a teenager mm-hmm. like, rocking out the chapel <laughs> we, out should, my- we should
0: have an episode where we just get our our spouses on to talk about w- what they think of our ridiculous obsessions no oh, okay.
2: well, my wife's starting to get into it a little bit which is cool mm-hmm. she got out. some um, my wife just joined the, the facebook group that are ridiculously expensive. And That's what I bought her for anniversary. We do like a twenty dollars um, price limit thing. That's cool. But they're ten for twenty bucks, which is more expensive than Blackwing and they're short. But so I, you know, my curiosity got the better of me, so I tried one out. And they're actually pretty nice pencils. I've got an old fashioned ferrule. I think they're cedar. I didn't sharpen one because they're expensive. But I didn't want to sharpen it if I didn't have to. But they write pretty nicely. They sort of feel like a General's. Um, maybe have a cedar point. Maybe. I had number two and a half um semi hex. Hmm. Which is which is high praise for yeah. me. I love generals. I have a tattoo of generals on my thigh that no one knows about. Are you serious? No. <laughs> 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 no, I'm gonna stab myself with a uh until cedar now point and break it off. <laughs> That's
1: generals for life. I'm I'm still we haven't talked about this since like episode four, but a pencil tattoo needs to happen, so Still... Well, there's a
2: very good tattoo parlor near my house. You guys will have to make a trip to Baltimore.
1: We're going to, we've got, by all the plans we've been, you know, piecing together in our wild turkey sponsorship, this week that we're together, <laughs> whenever it is, it's going to be nuts. Be
0: like, <laughs> yeah. It'll be like we'll the hangover, visit. but only for pencils. Like <laughs> stationary nerds.
2: We'll have to go visit, uh, um, Union Craft Brewing, where they make the Blackwing Lager, which is oh, so
0: yeah. delicious. You know, I can borrow a high-quality field recorder, and we can just record, like, an on-the-road podcast. <laughs> yeah.
1: Just, like, have it hanging over your shoulder. Like, just follows us the whole night. <laughs> it's like a 25-hour podcast.
0: Yeah. We'll just live stream <laughs> it the whole time. <laughs>
1: Where's Andy? I don't know! <laughs> There's a tiger in our room.
0: <laughs> Suddenly I have a pencil tattooed, like, on my lip, as a pencil mustache. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but it's a no blot and then you know have to go to the emergency room to <laughs> break the point off. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and my last uh, fresh point is something that folks have probably noticed, and that's a serious uptick in the number of pencil reviews on general stationary blogs, and especially pen blogs, mm-hmm. which is super awesome. And you know, I'd like to delude myself into thinking that we have had something to do with that. I and think we should take full this. credit for this. Yeah, we. <laughs> we, we, we we sing the praise of the, the best thing you can write with. Yeah. Those weird things you put liquid in It's bizarre. <laughs> it's just a wind, just like, But um yeah, I've noticed a lot a lot of reviews not only of black wings, because everybody reviews black wings they're they're cool, but um folks have been reviewing just regular pencils lately, which is
1: great and awesome. We need to give a shout out to Mike Dudek's uh oh, picture yeah. on Instagram that where he put which Coincidentally one of us <clears throat> <me clears throat> sent all of those pencils to him. Uh, <laughs> so it was awesome to see them all lined out and he's trying them out cuz he's a pretty heavy, you know, pen guy. So it was really cool to see him, you know, branching out to some pencils. Yeah, I'm looking forward, some forward to
2: seeing him write about it
1: cuz he writes for, he's a really good writer. He writes some really good reviews. So
0: Patrick Rohn just uh, posted a picture on Instagram of him using um the Golden Bear um doing his his thing. So I know he's he's at least trying it out, and uh, I did in back in uh, March. I sent Mike Hurley before I was on the Penatic podcast. I sent him a bunch of pencils, and uh, just in the last episode of the Penatic, they talked about the um, the twist episode, and and he said he's like, "Well, I'm not really a pencil guy," and I was like, "Oh, whatever. <laughs> no, it's fine. Nobody's perfect, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you may be British, but you're still not perfect."
2: I really enjoy listening to you talk about pens,
1: <laughs> which yeah. is a pretty astronomically huge compliment from Johnny Gamber. Yeah.
0: I was lying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was ready to kick Tim Wassum out for talking about pens.
2: I'm ready not going to kick Tim out. I'm just rolling myself. <laughs> man. Supporting a friend of the podcast. Mr. Philistines. <laughs> 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 no, I have pens. Just not found pens. Yeah. But, but that's all I have on my, my very large list.
0: Yeah. Well, um, I, I wanted to first uh talking about the pen addict. Um I wanted to talk about an episode um that was on just um that was the last episode, number uh, one twenty two. It physically hurts my head is the name of the episode. Um it was actually a really great episode because they kinda got uh meta a little bit and they talked about um they just talked about you know they talked about talking about pens, which is pretty cool. And I, I always like those kind of meta episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh and one thing that um that Brad and Mike both talked about is that Brad is um, going to be making the transition into doing this thing full time, which is super, super cool. Um, He just switched over his blog format. So now it's, it's um, he gets weekly sponsors And, uh, as Mike said, it's astronomically low. It's $200 a week. Uh, if you want to sponsor that, uh, that blog, I I think it'd be funny if we used some of our money to, uh, to sponsor the pen addict (laughs) (laughs) and just make them talk about pencils all week. But, um, (laughs)
1: <laughs> he, we would be his bosses.
0: Yeah, we could just do, have him do whatever we wanted. Um, but no, actually, he <laughs> he has toilet, <laughs> he has sold out on sponsorships. Um, no, he hasn't sold out. Sold out. Uh, he he has no more sponsorships left. Is what I should say for this That's year. For this year, yeah, um, That's great. which is amazing. Um, but yeah, and I know he. You know, he still has his day job, or I guess in his case, a night job. Um, his jobby job is as um, as Mike says. Um, but he's still doing that, but I think he's, has plans to leave it and just kind of continue on doing this, which is astounding and a huge, huge leap. So congratulations, Brad, from all of us. That's really cool. Cheers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, drink some wild turkey to that. (laughs) I'm all out. (laughs) Oh no. Henry. (laughs) So, uh. So the, the other thing I was going to mention is a um, another Kickstarter, which I have not yet pledged to. I'm go- I think I'm going to, but it would involve breaking my embargo, my spending embargo, which I mentioned last week,
2: last time. Embargos are meant to be broken. I know. You can <laughs> quote me on
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the Six Mile Pencil Kickstarter, and it kind of plays off the idea that a standard pencil has six miles worth of uh, graphite in it, which I don't think is true and I don't think is necessarily – measurable um because when you sharpen it you know you sharpen down some of the graphite um so who knows maybe maybe it is i'm not sure but it's a really cool design um it's a bright yellow um it has kind of like mile markers on the side of this pencil uh, they also have a kilometer version for um it's a it's a british kickstarter so there's a kilometer version as well oh like uh, both yeah it comes in a little box um it has a little like notebook a booklet thing that comes with it which is really cool um and they start at uh what do they start at? Is it twelve pounds? I, oh, I no closed idea. let me open that Kickstarter back up. Um it starts at uh five pounds, which is um like
1: eight bucks, something
0: like that? I'm sorry, it starts at eight pounds. I guess the five pound was an early bird special that la- that ended. Uh yeah, it starts at eight pounds, which is like twelve dollars. Um, and there's another three pounds to ship outside of the UK, but yeah, they're, they're really good looking. Um, I actually got a tweet from the the designers about this. So I wanted to make sure I mentioned it. Um, yeah, they're that color. Yeah. I love that, that, that yellow. It's just very, yeah, very bright. Um, yeah, it's, it's super cool. And I just wanted to mention that. And I think I will be pledging before it ends uh, in 13 days. So there's that. Um, the other thing I was going to mention, um the uh for a couple weeks now Baron Fig uh, the maker of the confidant that notebook that we talked about that we like um has been teasing that they were going to release a new product. Um and I know that they kind of talked about it a lot and the field nuts people were like oh it's a pocket notebook that's that's got to be what it is. <laughs> um so just today um they announced it and sure enough it is a pocket notebook. <laughs> um, it is, uh, it kind of, kind of has that same, um, barren fig color scheme. It's, it's kind of a light gray. Uh, and then instead of the, um, it doesn't have a bookmark in it that's bright yellow, but instead the saddle stitching is, is yellow. Um, so it is stitched, actual stitched instead of stapled, which, uh, if you staple it, it is also called, uh, saddle stitching, but, um, it's a little bit wider and shorter than a field notes book, which I think means that it's more like the scout book, if you guys can correct me on that if I'm wrong.
2: Is it shorter? I thought it was just wider.
0: It's it's a tiny bit shorter and a little oh. bit more wider, I think. That's if cool. if that diagram they, Yeah um and I mean it's a it's a good it's a good notebook. I mean it seems I it's they won't ship it until the fourteenth, but you can pre order it today. Um
1: it's the the whole kind of which I, Andy and I, Andy and I talked about this earlier but the the hype of it was a little overblown. Oh, I mean yeah. they they made it seem like they they had these really well produced videos and people having these sort of life-changing epiphanies while ordering coffee and jogging you know, jogging and then it was a pocket notebook. Yeah. There's kind of a little bit of a want want factor, yeah. but
2: it's starting to get a little moleskinny.
1: skinny. Yeah, but I but I mean that's... we do we should give them credit because I mean, it's barren figs. You know, the paper quality is going to be pretty nice. Well,
2: and they are really pretty. The colors, yeah.
1: And and the price is nice too. So yeah, yeah. it's the they have a deal for three, three, three packs with free shipping for twenty four bucks. I mean, that's pretty.
2: <laughs> that is sweet.
1: That's a sweet deal. So I'm I'm probably going to do that because I I want to I want to try them out and I like the aesthetic of them. You know, are you getting pretty. the blank ones, Tim? Uh, I, I mean, I don't know if they're going to let me choose different ones. If I have to choose all three in the same. Mm. Uh, it'll be a tough choice between blank and grid because lately I've been enjoying using grid field notes and then writing in them sideways.
3: Hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: I've been doing that a lot with uh, my poetry and things that I'm trying to work on right now that it's just, it's like a perfect width for me. So, which is nice to have the grid for doing that. So I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll see if they'll let me mix it up.
0: Yeah. I'll probably order, order a pack a little later. Um, since this is, doesn't seem like it's going to be something that's limited edition or anything, mm-hmm. my my kind of like PTSD for ordering field notes before they go out of stock kind of kicks in, <laughs> and uh, and so I I'm like get it get it oh wait I don't need to because it seems like it's going to stick around so I'm going to order this a little later when I maybe have gone down I have, I have three cigar boxes full of pocket notebooks my my sable on on these things are is very high <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so I know I don't use them that fast but I definitely want to use down the stock a little bit before I kind of jump into these but but they are very cool looking uh, the last thing I was going to mention is um, we had you know we sometimes have stickers or t-shirts or various merchandise items that uh, sell out really quickly because I I think we mis- uh the quantities we need um, so I set up a and, and, and a lot of people who don't want to be on Facebook uh, not part of the group uh, would then have to wait Uh, two weeks between episodes, and sometimes by then we sell out. So uh, I created a tiny letter account for Erasable, which is just basically a little, like, listserv email address. Um, Well, it's more of an email newsletter, but um, uh, if you sign up at um, erasable.us slash shop, um, there's a little form at the bottom you can put in your email address. We will notify you the moment that we um, have some kind of merchandise available. Um, I... Kind of earlier, once we sold out of the stickers, I collected email addresses, and we had like 40 of them. So, um, so yeah, if you are interested, uh, erasable.us slash shop. Um, and there is hopefully soon something on the horizon, which we're still kind of figuring out. So, yeah. All right. Should we talk about our main topic, guys?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So we were kind of thinking oh we really need a topic uh how about erasers um you know the atlantic article just came out uh we linked to that in the group we'll link to the show notes here um the writer um, of that piece it was oh where's that atlantic link um the writer interviewed me and johnny and um charles Berelsheimer. um and essentially the title is why do erasers suck at writing (laughs) and it's it's definitely hard-hitting news um but it's it's essentially the the premise is you know erasers are there for one thing, um as the tagline says they have literally one job um and apparently the writer has discovered that they kind of stink at what they do um so I think that kind of one of the the main takeaways from that from uh at least me, and I know I know Johnny and Charles probably said this too is that I think you're probably just using the wrong erasers uh or the wrong pencils. Um, so that that kind of prompted some discussion on the group and then pr- kind of prompted our, our topic here. Um, so I figured we could just kind of go down the line. Um, we can talk about some different types of erasers. Uh, we could talk about our favorite types of erasers, our three top favorites. Um, and then um, there's a bunch of interesting points and questions in the group that I went, kind of wanted to read over to. So does that sound good, guys? Sounds, Sounds great. great. Um. So, yeah, I, I guess the first thing we should talk about are the different types of erasers. And I know there's way more than I have even, you know, encountered. Um, but I, I think... And, and when I say erasers, I'm not just talking about the kind that go on the end of a pencil or the kind that you hold in your hand, but just kind of all-encompassing. Um, so, and I think that's probably a topic, too. We should talk about why, you know, why we do or do not prefer them on, on a pencil. Um, but... I guess kind of the biggest difference between erasers to me are the ones that are made out of rubber and the ones that are made out of a vinyl or a plastic or a a natural rubber latex or something like that. Do you guys have any, any just notable differences between those or preferences as far as that goes?
2: uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, ahead, Johnny. Um, It's sort of like why I don't like the test scoring They're for, Effectiveness, definitely the plastic erasers, but I just really like rubber erasers. Mm -hmm. So it's – and it's – I guess it's – am I in the mood to make this thing work or just have an enjoyable experience?
0: I think that a lot of people um, who at least have weighed in have never really, like, experienced the plastic erasers, which is interesting. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that probably the Mars – the Statler Mars Lumograph Eraser. Maybe it's just... I don't think the Lumograph is in there. Um, that one is a plastic eraser. It's uh, mm-hmm. bright, bright, bright white. Um, it When you erase with it, it kind of... Um, the sh- the um, oh, What do you call it? The, the leftovers from the eraser that rubs off kind of comes off kind of in one long roll rather than in little crumbs like a rubber eraser.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And it is really effective, but yeah. everybody's right. It doesn't really... I don't know. It doesn't. It it kind it of feels like for me, man. Yeah, <laughs> kind of feels like a mechanical pencil. I just I, I don't I don't get the same sensory experience with yeah, that than that 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 I do. Yeah. yeah if, you can, if you can't
1: if you can't write something down and erase it and then breathe it in, then it's just a waste of time. <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> My uh, lungs eat. are just full of. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine are forty percent pink pearl. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can hear it rattling around in your lungs
3: right now. If you were minor, you'd have be black it like pearl. Pressed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so i uh i generally prefer the rubber erasers too i i think one of the huge advantages to a plastic eraser though is uh it doesn't oxidize like the rubber does um mm-hmm. one of the things i mentioned in the interview was uh once a race a rubber erasers get you know beyond a certain age maybe a few years old uh they start to harden on the outside and i mean that's easily correctable you can just like you know sand off a, the outer, outer layer but the plastic plastic ones i mean i have one that's been sitting in a in a uh, box for 15 years and part of it is because the air does not circulate in there but it still works perfectly
1: yeah i've actually got a cool tip yeah on that subject from cool tip. uh jay from huckleberry woodchuck and mm-hmm. twist bullet pencil fame uh he sent me a message today and said that he has a simple eraser hack for old pencils uh he says that you can pull the eraser out with slow, steady pressure and turn it around, mm. uh, so you can actually pull out the bottom. That's what it sounds like, and then turn it around and push it back in. He said yeah. the fer- He said the ferrule will protect the rubber somewhat, and if the eraser isn't too bad, it can be used. Uh, and then he just said thought it was appropriate considering the podcast subject tonight.
3: So yeah, I
1: thought that was a really cool tip. So you can, I mean, I know I've, yeah. So I guess what I interpret that he's saying. And I actually have a, I'm going to do it right now, live on air. I've got a a Dixon, my first Ticonderoga. Yeah. And Hmm. so I'm just kind of twisting it out.
2: This is a life hack,
1: ladies and gentlemen. There it is. It's out.
2: Live life hack.
1: It's free. And (laughs) then I can, oh yeah, sure enough, I can just push it back in.
3: Hmm.
1: And it's back in place. So if you've got like old pencil or if you are like us and you have a semi-embarrassing hoard. (laughs) <laughs> uh, and one dries out by the time you get to it, then uh, you can uh, sometimes, as Jay recommends, you can use steady, slow pressure and twist it out, and then push it back in the other direction. And then you'll have a the 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 bottom half of the eraser is being protected by the ferrule. Which is a a pro tip from a, a definite pro in the refurbishing department.
0: Yeah. So, so then um, there's also. Um, and I haven't used one of these in years, but somebody mentioned it in the in the comment thread and um does anybody have any needable erasers?
3: Yes, I
0: used to just love to fidget with
2: those things, yeah, they don't really work They're just yeah. like <laughs> or if 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 there's a trick to them, I don't know this trick.
0: they seem to be um you seem to buy them at like a, a store where you would buy like drawing supplies mm-hmm. and i I honestly i'm not quite sure why they need except that maybe what it is is you are erasing so much and so stuff that's so dark that it would just kind of coat the whole surface of that p- eraser. So mm-hmm. then you can just fold it in on itself and then have a brand new surface. That's why I think it's needable, that's, but that's a theory. Does anybody have any corroboration but, to that?
2: It's for that and also so that you can shape it to um, – Oh, like a fine shape. Yeah, There's sort of a good cheat for um, blending graphite when you're drawing. You can smear it with mm-hmm.
1: that. My mom is an is an artist and – Growing up, she, just from home, had a business where she would do architectural renderings where people would give her blueprints, and then she would do, like, a watercolor painting of what the building would look like. Hmm. And so I have a lot of memories of her uh, balls of eraser, like, on her desk and on her her tables in her room that she had that kneadable eraser, and she would use it all the time. I, I have some pretty fond memories of that.
0: That's cool yeah so somebody uh, let me see if I can find this comment here um yeah somebody said that they um they will take a knife and they'll just kind of like chisel away a fine tip on the back of a pencil um pe- a pencil eraser, and then they can get um then they can kind of get something fine and something in the crevice, which is pretty cool, yeah, not as cool as the needable pencils though mm mm-hmm. yeah uh what other kind of of Types of general erasers are we missing here?
1: Well, uh, this is a question I have for you two because you've read Petrovsky's book, and mm. and I actually haven't yet. And I was curious if he talks about what people did to erase, like in the old days, like yeah, before there were those. So, so what what kind of stuff did they used to use? If we're talking bread about crumbs. different types, breadcrumbs. I use, uh, oh, bread. I have heard of that. Hmm. I want to
2: try this, but I don't want to waste food. <laughs> <laughs> I like to eat. Do you yeah, have a toaster? I do have a toaster. That's a good idea. Just pull out the little tray in the bottom of your toaster. Mine's full of rye seeds. It might just tear up my paper.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and char, you know. Like. <laughs> I think it'd make it look terrible. worse than Yeah. It's uh Yeah, and, and I know that, you know, some of the very early erasers were um uh, gum Arabic.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And so um just and just kind of just kind of raw unprocessed gum, which I would imagine would just make it sticky and gross, but...
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, and cool just... bar fact. Rubber is called rubber because it rubs out pencil. Hmm. That's where it's got its name, which is awesome. You're yeah. welcome, English language. It's vindication <laughs> for us all. <laughs> <laughs> we invented a word. I inspired a word. Your car tires would not exist if it wasn't for
1: pencils. pencils. <laughs> yeah, that's a really inferior <laughs> use of rubber. It would be called something like round black semi-soft circle things. If we you
2: know, if we didn't have, costs a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> if they didn't have an actual name. Mm-hmm. Pollutes the world stuff.
3: <laughs> mm.
0: So um so I, I think that we each kind of picked out some of our favorite erasers.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, and um Johnny, why don't you tell us about your favorites? Well we were supposed to do three and I did four <gasps> because as I mentioned I have two sort of eraser uh, strategies and one is when I actually want to erase and one is when I want to have a pleasurable experience and I don't really care how much it works so on the effective line my favorite eraser is the Faber-Castell plastic eraser hmm. which is similar to the Mars plastic eraser except that it works better is, is that the one that says PVC on the packaging? Um, they used to say
1: PVC or but... it, says, it says no PVC Is the one that like, come, comes yeah. with the pencil
2: it used to be PVC and then they got rid of it because of um, environmental and health concerns, I guess, around 2007, 2008 about PVC. Yeah, I guess but, I knew um,
1: that and I just misspoke. But yeah, <laughs> I, so, but they're the little ones that can, they, they include with certain pencils. Is that,
2: yeah, is that right? Yeah, when I lived in Illinois, there was an art store that had them um, in real life. So I have one in my hand that I've had since 2004, or 2005, and it's half used up and it looks disgusting, but it still works perfectly. The the plus of the plastic erasers, as Andy mentioned, is they don't age and they just keep chugging along like a real pencil. I and, I, uh, I have a Statler plastic one, and it just says Statler Mars Plastic on it. Yeah, they used to say PVC. It used to be like a selling point. Like, hey, one- this is made of planet-killing stuff <laughs> that'll the make one- you sick if you burn it. The one I have that I was
1: I was meaning it just says faber still PVC-free, and that's all. Besides Made in Malaysia, that's all it says on it. So maybe that's a different one. Oh,
0: wait, you're talking about Faber-Castell. I'm sorry, I was looking at a Statler one.
2: Yeah, the the Faber-Castell brags about it being dust-free. And it is dust-free. It rolls into a nice little ball and you can throw it away. Or, I don't know, I guess you could do something more creative with it than I do. I just throw it away. But uh, next on my list is the the Statler Mars. Because I don't think it works quite as well as the Faber-Castell, but it's really easy to find. You can even find them at Staples these days. I, I feel like I sell them at Target. Hmm. Uh, they're starting to sell some uh, Stetler stuff there, which is good news.
1: Not at my Target.
2: And they have the LX rate right at my Targets, which is cool. And they have some other pens. They do not have the Norica yet, though, but hmm. one hopes. Our, my Target doesn't have that either. We, we have many Targets in Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> selling point in the city No, um, and <laughs> <Sold>. <laughs> on the uh, the, uh, the other end the enjoyable spectrum uh, my favorite eraser probably in the entire world is Pink Pearl because it's, it's the Pink Pearl man it's a classic
1: I, I have a confession about the Pink Pearl I should get this out in the air I was walking out of my school the other day there's this huge lost and found table and they were getting ready to throw everything out and there was a a pencil pouch that they were getting ready to get rid of, and I opened it up, and there were like five pink pearls in it. I definitely took them home.
2: Score, <laughs> man. That's not a confession. That's bragging. <laughs> awesome. Anybody so at I, Johnny's
0: school hears this? Or Tim's school? <laughs>
3: they're yeah, they all to, listening. Suck yeah. it. No,
2: they're not. <laughs> Sorry. They used to be really abrasive. I guess they had more <laughs> natural rubber in them and the pumice, but these days... I'm I swear they're a plastic blend, they're a lot softer, and they don't try out as quickly.
0: I love that font,
2: yeah, the kind of cursive a, a, a pack in honor of this episode of the little ones hmm. but um, the big ones I've noticed since they switched to the softer stuff the um the German branded plastic sharpers have a a uh, a sleeve around them which I thought was to keep your hands clean, but it's really because the eraser will totally break in half without it. <laughs> and since the, the pearl's gotten softer, they break in half, so get a smaller one. And uh, my other favorite eraser, my last one, is the Factus that's distributed by Generals. It's has by a Spanish company, and it's just a black block of rough rubber. It's awesome. Ooh, yeah. I, um, I have no idea what the, what the name means, but it's really good – it's a very funny racer. Might have broken in half before because they dry out and they're disgusting, but they're awesome. They're pretty cheap and easy to find. And I'm going to cheat and give a fifth honorable mention to the General's Pinky Racer, which is, performance-wise, the best pink Racer I've ever had, but they're impossible to find. I have one, and ain't nobody touching this thing.
3: <laughs>
2: but it says a number, number 102E. Well if I find them, I'll send you guys some. But um, those are my favorite erasers. So how, how about you, Tim? So my first favorite,
1: and it's sort of a, it's a pretty pedestrian one. You know, it's not like, which some, I mean, Pink Pearl is too, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I really love the Pentel Click Eraser. I find them very, very useful. Uh, and it's the, which, if you don't know what that is, it's the, the Pentel Eraser that you can actually extend as it wears down. So it has a plastic casing and you can sort of slide it down in the core. And you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, cause I don't have the packaging and it doesn't say on the actual, uh, whatever on the plastic casing, but isn't this the high polymer eraser from
0: Pentel on the inside? I don't know about that particular one. I've definitely used some that were like a white rubber, but I, I think the poly- polymer would make much more sense because it's so long and skinny.
1: I think everything they make now, because I know I have yeah. some of their pencil caps that I like using. And they are yeah, the eraser, nice. eraser, eraser caps that's high polymer, and I love the brick too of high polymer. They're just you can get them anywhere, but they're really good. I love yeah. them, and I and I use as far as a standalone eraser. By far, this is the one I use more than any other. I use it. Uh, I, I carry. I've talked about my my Brass Town from Notco. Uh, and I always, one of the six slots my Notco always has, a Pentel click eraser
3: yeah.
1: uh, to use. So that's that's my first and sort of major favorite one I really like. And I and I think you can refill it, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I don't, you might have to order them online or something, but they're like that. And you, it's got a really nice sound to it. I'm going to try to get it over the mic right now. Can you hear it?
2: Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: That's
2: it an, very sad.
0: I wonder where that clicking was coming from. Yeah, it's a very. I've been playing with
1: it for last minute, so it's it's a very satisfying <laughs> click, and it. So and you can get them for they're just so cheap. I get them at Target, so I love these. These things are uh, highly recommended and very controllable. You know, and they yeah. fit in. They don't take up a bunch of space. Like with some brick erasers, like in my brass town, I'll throw it in there, and it just sort of makes the thing lumpy. You know, but this just fits in right with your with your pens and pencils, mostly pencils, Johnny. Um,
2: <laughs> that was a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start a yeah. fight, man! I'm gonna get on that <laughs> Skype? Start, fist start
1: punching each other over our amazing microphones.
2: Start hitting my webcam. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Linux can take it. Yeah.
2: Break <laughs> <laughs> it up, uh, you so too. That's
1: that's my first one. Uh, second, I was going to mention we when we talked about this over. You know, we were deciding what we were going to talk about. One thing we pointed out was maybe talking about a, a an actual an eraser that comes on a pencil that we really like. Hmm. And my favorite, um, and this sort of is, I guess this would technically go for any Ticonderoga, but the, the, my first or the beginner's Ticonderoga, that fat pink eraser is so nice. I love it. Um, I, and I actually have figured out that you can pull those erasers. Those erasers are the same size as, the Midori bullet pencil erasers. Ah. So you can actually, uh, or not, sorry, not the Midori, just like general bullet pencils. Like I have this, uh, this one right here from St. Francis monastery and it's the same size. So I can actually use those as replacements uh, for those. But I think that's, it's a really nice eraser, And I'm, I don't know. I assume it's the same for all the other Dixon pencils, but that's my favorite eraser. That's on a pencil for sure. And, uh, uh, let's see. After that, which I know, Andy, you have this on your list too. So I'm gonna sort of uh, usher oh, no, go you uh, go usher ahead. you in to talk about it with me, but because you sent this to me, and so I don't want to like steal your <laughs> no, thunder because you you bought these and sent this. But the Ko-i- is it coenour or how do you pronounce it?
0: I usually say coenour, but I don't Ko-in-or. know if that's the yeah. So it's the K- pronunciation. K
1: O H hyphen I hyphen N O O R, and it's the Magic Eraser
0: and not to be confused with those tied, you know, erasers or whatever it is that you use to erase stains off the wall. <laughs> yeah, that are just fall it's apart. Yeah, they're super useful. They're made of mm-hmm. magic toxic chemicals, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> super no, magic a, toxic chemicals. What'd you say, Johnny?
2: It's a pipe insulation foam. Really? Uh, Germany. They discovered that you can um clean stuff off with it. It's just an abrasive. Oh, Nerd (laughs)
1: moment.
0: Nice.
3: Love those. They're
0: super weird, though. Yeah. Do you have a wall cleaning blog too? Yeah. Two children.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Those don't magic eraser your paint.
0: (laughs) I first saw those magic (laughs) erasers on um, the well-appointed desk, um, and they're gorgeous. They're like basically what it seems like is somebody took a bunch of different colors of um, the rubber when it was still maybe in liquid state and kind of layered them. Um, so there's, you know, there's white and green and orange and yellow and, you know, red and all these great colors. And they're, they're amazing. Um, I bought, I could only find them on eBay in the UK and I bought, oh man, how how many did I even buy? I think I bought like 15 of them (laughs) and I sent a bunch to you and Johnny, um, Mm -hmm. and to Anna and to a few other people. Um, they're kind of in my head, they're kind of like our little trademark, erasable podcast swag definitely you know not they're, like stickers or something like that but
1: i've had one sitting on my desk at school all year yeah i've used it all year long it just sits right there and it's i will back up the magic title in that it just doesn't seem to ever wear down yeah you know, i mean it's kind of weird so it sort of weirds me out a little bit but, <laughs> um.
0: <clears throat> what is this magic
1: yeah so they're, so
0: that, they're great they're they're kind of um a little gritty, maybe a little pumicey, mm-hmm. and they—they yeah, they they work nice texture to them. Yeah, they work really well, and I—I've been trying to figure out how I can take these erasers and like silk screen like our logo on the other side of them because that would be the <laughs> coolest, <laughs> coolest thing in the world. But Ooh. <laughs> branded. But as soon as I saw it on Anna's blog, I, you know, I actually sent her a, a DM on Twitter. I'm like, hey, if I like I'm gonna to try to buy a bunch of these. Do you want some? And she's like, Hell yes! So, so there's
1: our there's our next uh our next T-shirt. Do you believe in magic?
0: Oh yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> we should we should get Koenor to make Tiff on those. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they could sponsor us along with Wild Turkey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: We're gonna have like the most diverse sponsorship. <laughs>
2: We're gonna
1: be rich. Czechoslovakian, uh,
0: Czechoslovakian pencil <laughs> company, <laughs> Wild Turkey, K-
1: Kentucky bourbon, and then a small soda manufacturer in Johnson City, Tennessee. Hey,
0: I-, I feel like we could actually get Doctor Enough on board.
1: I feel like we could too. I'll, I'll yeah. just walk over there. Yeah, it's like
0: Let's see what they're. Up small, to small,
1: it. small operation. I wrote them a letter when I was in college because I there was uh, they have green bottles and. Uh-huh tennessee or at least east tennessee recycling centers don't accept green glass and so i sent them this impassioned college sophomore email saying like why do you give why do you bottle in green if they're not going to be able to recycle them hippie yeah right but then <laughs> <laughs> but then uh a year later they started selling plastic bottles so hmm. maybe uh, it, was, it was you know. it was all me <laughs> yeah um so aside from the the Kohinoor and the my first Ticonderoga, and actually I kind of coupled it because they're about the same size. But the, the eraser that comes with the Midori bullet pencil, I feel like, is a really nice eraser. Yeah, um, that's that's a really good. One. They're about the same size and they're very similar. But this one might be vinyl. The Midori one might be like I can't tell because it's so perfect. Yeah. Sorry, you might be able to Th- hear my dog. She's pawing at my chair right now, trying to get me to pay attention to her. <laughs>
3: Put sweetie she's a sweetie what's Rosie, her favorite is, eraser?
1: R- Rosie say something callinging erasers you're an idiot, Rosie <laughs> 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 uh, so besides those I, I went for a fourth too, and my fourth favorite eraser is no Eraser, which I know Johnny can back me up on that one. Yeah. Uh, I like not erasing. I like just crossing out and keep going you know uh that's sort of the joy of. You know, of 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 writing and revising. You know, when I whenever I'm writing something sort of creative where I'm just trying to get it out of me, like a poem or something where I'm just I'm, I'm writing and if something doesn't work I just cross out and keep going. Don't take the time to erase. Just leave it, you know, warts and all for the draft. And I, I really I really enjoy
0: that. That was that was kind of an interesting discussion on that Facebook thread. Um Logan, I didn't see it. Logan Lay said, um, wouldn't we all be better off using separate erasers, uh, free from the shackles of inferior rubber, blah, 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 That That's a different part. But he says he's a dedicated crosser outer. Uh, and then Katie Pruitt weighed in, who just happens to be my my spouse. <laughs> she mm. goes, I also just cross things out. Erasing interrupts my flow. But I like erasers for the aesthetics, the shape, the color, the smell, and also because they weigh down the top of the pencil just enough. which Amen. Which we'll talk about. Um, but then, you know, somebody was saying, you know, why... Oh, what did they say? Um, you know, by my logic, you know, erasing is a waste of time and creates a mess of eraser crumbles. Space is plentiful on the page, so I mentioned that. Keep in mind that the erasing process is very important to people who draw uh, rather than write with pencils, um, just because you can't cross out a line that you you know put in a drawing. <laughs> so, um, so I think that's probably why it still exists for that. But then also for the. You know the sheer fact that you know that's what sets your pencil apart from your, you know, from your pen is you can you can erase it. Well, that's um, not the only thing. Well, <laughs> no, obviously <laughs> it's better too, but <laughs>
2: so yeah that, was, and, yeah,
0: that was kind of interesting discussion that a lot of people are just crosser crosser outs.
2: Yeah, I think your wife's got it completely right.
0: <laughs> so nice. uh, it's not to use. So, yeah, Andy, what about you? Um, I my my favorite uh, eraser. Um, well, see, it was, it's kind of a cross between that Cohanore Magic Eraser, um, and then I have a, um, a Black Pearl. Um, have you guys seen those erasers?
1: Yeah, I have, I have a couple of those. I've seen them. I just they're don't sharp. have.
0: Them. I love love the shape of them. They're uh, they're like a little pebble, um, and they're kind of the black rubber, which to my mind is a little bit more pumicey, a little bit more gritty. I really like mm-hmm. it. Um, And it's, so it's kind of like a flattened, uh, some, like somebody took a sphere and they just kind of, uh, smushed it. So it's, it's kind of a pebble shape and the edges are pretty, pretty fine, uh, pretty sharp. So, uh, what I really like about it is it's really, it's a really good worrying stone. Like you can just kind of hold it over, like run it over in your hand and kind of rub your fingers on it. It's smooth and I kinda of wore the the lettering off, but did you uh, say
1: worrying stone?
0: Yeah, do you know what a you know what a worrying stone is? Or like a worrying da- like doll?
1: Knight? Is this for like sharpening your sword?
0: No, it's just a like a fidget <laughs> with... Like um a
1: stone. I, I've never heard that
0: term. Yeah, before. it's it's um let me look this up here. Worrying doll. So there's a um Oh, worry stone. Yeah, worry. Oh. Like worrying. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I was
1: thinking like W-H-I-R-R-I-N-G, like worrying. No, yep. Okay, gotcha. I'm with you now.
0: Yeah, so um, it's just great to fidget with. I fidget a lot when I'm reading or, you know, thinking or something like that. I keep silly putty at my desk at work because I pull it out and just mess with it. Um, but this eraser is wonderful for that, and it's really good for erasing kind of fine points. And then you can just flip it over in the flat edge and erase like normal. Um, which kind of leads me into my favorite uh, pencil eraser, which is probably the uh, the black blackwing eraser, um, like the one that mm-hmm. comes in the six hundred two. Because I, I really do like. I noticed all of these um, these pencil uh, these erasers that I picked are kind of the more pumicey ones. Um, they're rubber, but they they're a little bit more gritty, um, and they wear off, um, in mostly like little, almost like a sand or something like that, rather than like, um, like a little mess, if that makes any sense. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Um, so I, I really like those and yeah, the, the black, black wings, I really like a lot. Um, they just work really well. Um, I think everybody here probably knows what a black er eraser is like, but they're, um, they're a little bit longer. They extend down into the ferrule a bit more and you can extend them. So I, I like that fact a lot. Um, but, but yeah, those are, those are, those are probably my favorite erasers. Um, I have a bunch of like decorative erasers, like those silly, like sushi ones and stuff like that. <laughs> that I think they're fun. I have, I have some, but I don't take them out of the package cause I don't do anything with them.
1: So this is, this is semi-related to that, but uh, I was in a, I went into one of my fellow teacher's classroom the other day and. I saw some, some odd objects sitting between, but underneath their desk. And so sometimes you'll see kids that have goofy erasers, these you know ones that are a foot and a half long and really thin and, or the ones that are just shaped like things. But this girl had a sharpener that she had left in the class, and the sharpener was shaped like an old-fashioned record player. What do you call those? Victrola. Victrola, yeah. And it was made of metal. Hmm. It's like pretty hardcore. I mean, yeah. it's pretty awesome. It's a little like tiny uh, Vitrola sharpener—that's cool. Pretty impressed.
3: Yeah,
0: I have a, a White House sharpener that I got at a gift shop across the street from the White House. Oh, nice! It's, I wish I would
1: have seen that. I'm yeah. gonna look for that this year.
0: The the uh, pencil sharpener inside it sucks, but the but it's a cool little desk accessory. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, that that's that's kind of our our favorite erasers. Um, I figured we can probably now just kind of go through that that feed and just kind of mention some of talk about some of the things that people have asked. Um, so, so somebody asks uh, Logan asked, uh, wouldn't we all be better off using separate erasers uh, free from the shackles of inferior rubber ferrule to otherwise good, otherwise good wood and graphite. Um, and then he said, or just not using erasers at all. So that's when he mentioned he's a dedicated cross router. So
3: mm-hmm.
0: um, I know that in Europe, um, Europe and Asia, it seems like there's a lot more pencils that are just capped at the end rather than erasered. Um, I personally prefer the eraser if given the choice, because I think it just makes gives a really nice counterbalance to the pencil. I don't know how you guys feel about that.
1: I agree. Yeah, no, I think it's uh,
2: depends on the pencil.
1: Yeah, yeah. There, there aren't many. Actually, I can say that there aren't any uneraser like erase, uh, pencils that don't have an eraser and a ferrule at the end that I use on a regular basis, because I what? think for that for that reason, yeah. I mean, some of them I'll even I use the general's layout pretty regularly and a, uh, a Mitsubishi high but I'll put one of those Pentel high polymer ones on mostly for, for waiting. I, I mean, cause I, I, I have lots of pencils that don't have erasers that I, I enjoy, but mm-hmm. I don't, I don't use them as much as ones that do have erasers, And I think for me, it's a, it's a, feel
0: thing. It, it's like using those knives that are like a really nice like Wusthof knife or something that has a little bit of grip kind of behind the handle. It's just mm-hmm. like, I feel like it just gives a nice counterbalance to it.
2: Uh, sometimes I really don't like the erasers. Yeah. Given a choice. There,
0: I mean, there is something nice about like, oh my, one of my Tombos that doesn't have an eraser because it's very whippy and you know, <laughs> it's very lightweight and I, I do like that sometimes but...
2: And sometimes the, the ends are so pretty. Yeah, like, that's yeah, true. Then- the Norris with the erasers, kind yeah. of ugly, but the that red tip. Mm, mm. I, yeah, I love my Statlers with the red tip.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And even the uh, the the Wopex, there's, there's some European versions that don't have erasers that are beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I'm know def- why they're so pretty, but they are.
1: I'm definitely not saying that I don't like the look of them, because some of the uncapped mm-hmm. ones, I mean, the ones that don't have erasers look beautiful. I mean, the I love the look of the... Um, what's the one I'm thinking of? It's the... It's Mitsubishi. Oh, the nine thousand, Mitsubishi nine oh, yeah. thousand, the green one. I love the look of that one. That doesn't have an eraser on it, but yeah, it's just well, a feel thing. I like to you.
2: run the uh, the smooth end dipped ones through my beard. <laughs> it makes a really funny pencil sound. <laughs> can you and can it, you replicate that sound on the
0: microphone for us?
2: Oh, uh, the only pencil within reach is our uh, test pencil um, here. Here, I'll, I'll try it. Let
1: me see. It. My, my beard's kind of short, but can you hear that?
2: Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I think my pop filter would would filter that. get there to that failed experiment <laughs> yeah but so the 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 palomino while beautiful with the eraser is just incomparable without it. I love that pencil, yeah that's gone now in the, with the gold print sad face, so our good friend Tupper uh he asked how long do you
0: use an eraser before you toss it out? I find him very quick to throw them out and get another one, so i don't know if he was referring to like a handheld eraser. Or if he was referring to the one on the end of a pencil, um, I would
1: think the handheld. Yeah. But...
0: Uh, when it comes to the pencil, I generally wear out the pencil before I wear out the eraser. Um, but I, I, I definitely, I definitely have abandoned erasers uh, because they've gotten too short. But I, I, I honestly don't think I erase that much. My erasers, handheld erasers, last me a long time. Yeah. yeah.
1: I don't. I've never in recent memory finished a handheld eraser you know just i mean i guess the problem is that i have a lot of them too that's, yeah that's part of it but um uh but yeah i mean i regularly finish off the erasers that are on the end of pencils and i guess well, this is one thing i wanted to throw in And you're talking about the blackwing is that i don't it's not the greatest erasing eraser for me i'm not crazy about it and i mostly use the pink one i bought the pink erasers yeah. and i put them into my 602
0: i like to use that because they look more classic
1: exactly yeah same yeah. same with me but i can't deny that they should be high up on the list just for the functionality yeah. just for the for the extendability um of them i actually i have a couple vintage 602s and i bought the the replacements and put them mm-hmm. and put them into the vintage ones so did no, you have to I'm cut them those. Down? no no they fit
3: hmm.
0: that's cool So Arthur in the group, um, he says that the quality differences between American and German pencil attached erasers. um, I really can't say that I've had regular problems with Faber-Castell, Statler, Stabilo, or Lyra. And I did not regard those erasers as less capable than separate erasers. I just checked some and most did fine. Bad performers were uh, the Faber-Castell 1117 in B and Stabilo Green Graph HB that needed more rubbing than the others. And a red rubber... Dessin, D E D E S S I N 2001B, that it smeared half the graphite before gripping it. Utterly abysmal, on the other hand, was a pink eraser on a Chinese Bifa, B-E-I-F-A, uh, and the I tried to rather pour as well. Have you guys noticed any difference between between nationalities or even between specific brands? I, I can tell you on my, hand, my end that uh, Mongol erasers from the Mongols that were made in the Philippines... Uh, would just break off eventually.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. I, gosh.
1: I mean, I don't. I, I'll admit that I don't have a lot of experience with using European pencils that have erasers. Yeah, a that's lot of true. a lot of a lot of the European pencils I have are capped or just like you know flat end. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do have. I feel I have definitely have more experience with like Japanese, and and there are some Japanese pencils that have some pretty awesome. Yeah. Erasers like the uh, the Mitsubishi 9852
0: mm-hmm. has,
1: a, has a really nice eraser that lasts a long time. and I, It's another one that it's kind of similar to the Midori that it's kind of hard for me to tell if it's vinyl or if it's rubber.
3: Yeah.
1: Because um, it's just, it's so solid, you know, it yeah. looks perfect.
2: Johnny, have you I, noticed any trends? Um, I have. I've noticed that uh, Statler's erasers are very, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, It could be because the Wopex is sort of hard to erase. They put an extra awesome eraser on there. Mm. But that's a really good eraser. And Faber-Castell's Grip 2001s, they sell here, really nice erasers. They're a little gritty, but they're very nice. They wear down kind of quickly. But anything Dixon, I love. Their erasers are great. Yeah, definitely. I have some that are 10 years old that still work.
0: So Ray Ray asks, are there pencils whose erasers are so bad that you won't use the pencil? (laughs) <laughs> no, um, I I have found like generally my Mongols I now sort of just hoard because I don't want to use the eraser because they're gonna just it's gonna come off. <laughs> but there are definitely some like novelty like dollar bin target pencils that have erasers that just are more akin to like those you know like those sushi erasers um, you know just kind of like super plasticky but not particularly like. Uh, useful useful (laughs) it's (laughs) almost like it's dried plastic or something like that Mm -hmm. um and i I generally tend to i tend to avoid those pencils anyway because they're mostly the foil wrapped but um i generally tend to avoid those also because of the erasers
1: you know that's i should have mentioned this earlier when we were talking about our pencil of the week the the test test scoring 100 Mm -hmm. that eraser is pretty bad
3: that's true Yeah. yeah
1: that thing it just like shatters into a million pieces when you start erasing like i would i would erase something and be like what what happened my desk is just covered in red (laughs) like red dust like it's every it's everywhere you know and i i can already tell that my the eraser on mine is going to be gone before i even get to the halfway point of the pencil which is you know pretty bad but i'll still use it i think on that to answer his question definitely the performance of the the graphite is Ten times more important than the performance of the eraser because there are so many good standalone erasers that it doesn't really deter mm-hmm. me. Uh, I would definitely, if if there was a pencil that I knew had an eraser that was just garbage, I would, but it wrote really well. I would still buy it.
0: Yeah. So so then the discussion kind of got off. Uh, apparently in the UK uh, they call them rubbers, which we all. T-heat about that.
1: <laughs> I think I, I think I conveyed a story about that early on in the podcast. Yeah, I believe so. <laughs> um,
0: Ray also mentioned that um, he sent a link on Amazon to the best eraser he ever used, which is uh, a Derwent eraser. It's it's a battery-powered eraser, which I believe what it is is it's just like a little eraser stuck on essentially a motor that you grip uh, that spins. So you it's kind of like an electric toothbrush. You don't really have to like – you know, rub it yourself, you just, you know, just let it spin and do its thing. Um, I've never used one of these. Have either of you guys?
1: Yeah,
3: definitely hate it. <laughs> Really?
2: I, I have one, but I think like, part of the the problem I always assumed with pencil erasers is that they can't put um, rubber that's soft enough to be effective in, onto the back of a pencil. Hmm. And I think that's doubly so with the, the really thin little erasers that come on the electric models. Yeah. They're sort of abrasive. I kind of burn holes through things.
0: This thing is only four pounds, which is what, like six, seven dollars in in US. But I was thinking about getting one but I, I don't know, it just seems I don't think lazy is the right word because I mean <laughs> they do all sorts of things that are like that, but I I feel like I would lose control of it a little bit or something.
2: Well, they they hold pretty steadily. I think part okay. of the rationale for them is that you can get into a small space and you don't have to move your hands. Uh-huh. You can it rotates for you. Yeah, but man, I take a lot of patience. They make a lot of noise. It makes like it's just vibrating my hand and it's not doing anything.
1: <laughs> it would make sense for like a somebody who's in drafting, like an architect, or yeah, something, yeah, to to use that. I think,
0: but. So then, then Ray says, let's try to get past the concept of a battery-operated op- rubber, shall we? <laughs> I, do you like how th- this last part is just me reading Facebook to you? <laughs> well, and then my mom said something about how... <laughs> how does this Facebook <laughs> yeah. work that you speak of? Obama's mm. a secret Muslim, what? <laughs> no, <he's kidding. laughs> so uh, Arthur posted some trivia in Germany, and eraser racer is called a Red Deer. I'm terrible at German, but is also referred to as a... <laughs> Ratzel Fummel in an informal way. Oh, yeah, yeah, Ratzel yeah. is pretty good. <laughs> very good word. Someone needs to start an eraser blog called Ratzel Fummel. <laughs> yes. um, Steve actually had a really good suggestion for a title, which is Erasers are from Mars, Wopeks are from Venus. <laughs> um, That's nice. M- Miguel mentioned um, that he has, he's tried an eraser called the Moo Eraser. Uh, it's really great, and it clumps up amazingly. Although I always, always have a special place in my heart for the Pentel high polymer erasers for their price, mm-hmm. I- erasability, and the fact that it could probably outlast my lifetime. Um, let's see anything else interesting. Uh, Martin asks, "What is the shelf life of various types of erasers? Mm-hmm. Um, How old is too old to expect a pencil eraser, a pencil and eraser to work? A few months, a year, a few years? Any tips for rev- for reviving old erasers?" Um. Kind of besides the usual, you know, just kind of use a very fine grained sanding uh, or a, um, a dremel or something a like dremel, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've done that a couple times, but I actually it depends on how you store it. I really I think I, I have a box of old Ticonderogas from the '60s that um, have never really been opened um, and they've been packed tightly, and those erasers still work great. And they're what fifty years old. Um, so yeah, those, something like that. But then I have an, like a pencil that has just, has been sitting on a shelf for a long time and maybe a couple years and that's, that's gone hard. So, uh, I think it has a lot to do with airflow. Um, we also kind of mentioned what, uh, what, what Tim mentioned, the life hack from, um, from Jay about taking it out the back and turning it over. But generally I'd say with general use, I bet like I would give it a couple years. What do you guys think?
3: Uh
2: depends on what it's made
0: of. Yeah, yeah, and that's true. And like plastic and the the high polymer ones, mm-hmm. you know, I've had some for five years and they they still work just as well. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah I I've yet to, I've, at least from my experience, as far as pencils that I've purchased that are new, um, in the last five years, I've not had one become unusable. Yeah. So. Makes sense. I mean, I have some uh, some Ticonderoga mediums that my mom gave me that were my aunt's that are probably fifty years old, and those are unusable. I don't think they're restored as well as yours that you had mentioned, but um, yeah. I mean, I think they, you know, for a for a decent pencil, if you're not getting like some cheapo foil stamped or uh, foil covered pencil, like I mean, just that is generic. I mean, it's going to last a while, I would think. Yeah. Especially for most people who don't have, like at my feet, I have a Tupperware that's full of probably like, gosh, three hundred <laughs> pencils. <laughs> <laughs> some, by the time I get to some of those, they're probably gonna be tried out. But
2: yeah. I don't know if they're in a Tupperware; you might be safe.
1: That's true. Yeah.
2: You put one of the silica, uh, silica. This is my. So what it it, oh
1: yeah. This is the. Uh, what is the word we came up for it for me? Is the writing arsenal? This would be like the barracks or the. <laughs> Something like that. The Armory. The Armory. That was it.
0: Yeah, the Armory. <laughs> uh, Johnny, do you want to mention the interesting little factoid that you just pulled up? Oh, no. What was that? That was me. Oh, that was you? I'm I, sorry. Yeah. Johnny's no, I, uh, cursor <laughs> was right on it, so I thought it was. <laughs> yeah. No, I
1: I was just kind of curious. And while uh, we were talking, I, I Googled what the largest collection of erasers would be. And actually, no, the Google search was the largest eraser in the world, and I didn't Find that, or I didn't look hard enough because I was didn't want to like totally stop paying attention. But uh, I, <laughs> but I did find in the Guinness Book of World Records there is a record for the largest collection of erasers, and the largest collection belongs to Petra Engels, and she's a uh, she's German, and she has nineteen thousand five hundred and seventy-one non-duplicate erasers from hundred and twelve countries. Which she has been collecting since 1981, which is when she was nine years old.
0: How would you like to be the Guinness official who had to count that and then remember <laughs> yeah. if there were duplicates or not?
1: Oh gosh, that's <laughs> man, humanities degree, <laughs> yeah, that's <what> it pays <laughs> off. Uh, so she says she first developed an interest in erasers after visiting a stationery shop selling various and extraordinary erasers extraordinary erasers <laughs>
0: come on down to Frank's <laughs> eraser shop we have extraordinary erasers
1: <laughs> friends of her mother used to give her erasers instead of chocolate and her parents used to bring her erasers from various business trips Petra now 34 is celebrating the 25th anniversary of her eraser collection which is stored in 22 glass showcases. And an additional cupboard with twelve drawers. Wow! So how about that?
0: We really need to do well? an episode about how we store our pencils. Um,
1: yeah, that's. I agree. Yeah, that's maybe
0: be maybe like three episodes. <laughs> maybe the next non-guest episode we do. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Anybody have anything else to add about erasers? Uh, my daughter has a collection that's Ooh. a few hundred strong. Wow, what? that's and she's four jeez is is this yeah. her? are you collecting this for her? Or is she? Watch out. Oh, no. she's uh you know if we go somewhere interesting, she wants that Ford Alley racer that says Baltimore Museum of Art hmm. that's just stamped, but shes she's got some pretty cool ones there that's awesome we You should do a post about that. I'd like to see some pictures yeah, man. I don't know where she, where it is, <laughs> <laughs> it is her it's in a, uh, they're buried' it's in, the in some sort of tin box that has uh, princesses on it. <laughs> but there are a lot of things that look like that in our house, so it's probably like, camouflaged somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's where Henry keeps his whiskey. <laughs> no, he's got a very nice flask. I gave it to him for Christmas. One of the Stanley ones. We mm-hmm. have matching matching <laughs> flasks. Mine's blue. His is green.
3: Yeah. Just kidding, guys. Don't call Child Protective yeah. Services. I'm just kidding. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he doesn't drink whiskey. Yeah. He's a beer man. Yeah. <laughs> 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 all right <laughs> anybody else i don't think so okay johnny where can people find you on the internets i am at pencilrevolution.com i am on twitter at pensolution and i am on instagram at johnny gamber all one word awesome
1: tim you can follow me on twitter at writing arsenal or at tim Wassom. and you can follow me on instagram at the writing arsenal
0: all right, and I'm uh, I'm Andy Welfley. You can get me at woodclinched.com. Um, you can get me on Twitter at a A-W-E-L-F-L-E, or at woodclinched. Um, and uh, I guess I'll put my Instagram. It's uh, a wealthley on Instagram. Um, I am uh, Erasable Podcast is uh, on the web at erasable.us. Um, that's where you can find uh, show notes or uh, listen to the the episode on the web. Um, You can find us in your friendly local iTunes podcast directory. Um, You can find our group on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash groups slash Erasable. Or you can get us on Twitter at, uh, at Erasable Podcast. So thank you all for listening, and we'll catch you next time.